The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, a special guest. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go. Welcome to the VC Show, presented by Caesar Sportsbook. On Omaha Audio, I'm Vince Carter, of course, and you know who that is. Roz going on with a Roz, we're back. What's going on? It's been a while. It's been a while. I know you're a busy lady, so I was trying to hold it down doing my best, but I'm glad you can come back and run point, set the stage like you do. You know what the song says. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so good to be back. Uh, yeah. I know that you and T-Mac held it down. That was, uh, that was, it was fun. those were the episodes that we were waiting for. Like that yeah, was fun. like, where were we going to get them on the show? And actually, right, 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 right. it's fitting y'all had your, your time together to really reflect on like when you even realized you were related so i know and i mean it's and it's cool to hear his out of it because i tell you what like the, all the i've talked about this to nauseam and never really heard his side of it from him like we never actually had that conversation like yeah what what were you doing so it was cool to actually hear it tell my side and he kind of rebuttals back with it you know i just remember the phone call and all that stuff but you know, hearing him is just like it was just a crazy moment. And then when my when my family heard it, they enjoyed it and it, it made a good laugh. And the family oh. chat was booming because it was like, man, yeah, I remember like you know, you know and everybody like, oh man, because like my mom was like when we would travel, it's like we used to we call they call him Little Tracy. We used to watch Little Tracy play before your games, and or we used to stay after the games to watch him play if we played before them, or vice versa. And not knowing all this time, we were cousins until. My sophomore year of college. Oh, well, look, it all came crazy. together. And what a great genetic pool, gene pool for this family. What you said. Um, what's crazy is, did you know we're related? Did you know that? Stop. Yes. Through cousin, no, through cousin Susie. <laughs> and, oh, Antoinette, yeah? and Antoinette and them. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> I didn't know that. And you had me over here real quick, like, Possibly. I might Maybe. have no. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not related, but I, I, I could only wish. But um man, I heard you got a lot going on right now. Tell me about your son's big decision. Me or you? <laughs> you you yeah yeah but no i i you know you see i'm always rocking the carolina gear uh with the carolina duke game uh didn't pan out the way i would have liked you know especially when you're in the building but it's always a great rivalry uh always great to be in the building seeing former teammates um seeing the generations of tar heels mesh together come together we have a group chat that we always, you know, communicate on, but like to see us in there supporting the team and you know, telling our, our stories or, or whatnot is cool. And I wanted to go, my, my, you know, my kid's five and he's just starting to kind of get into sports, but he watches sports and, and my, my youngest daughter who everybody probably saw sitting in my lap, like she's always attached to my hip. She's a diehard Tar Heel fan and a diehard Bucks fan. And I know all of my friends like that has, you had something to do with that, but that's not, that's just her following sports. And when it's on, she's like, if basketball's on, um, you know, she's like, dad, is that the Hawks? If basketball, or she's like, Oh, the Tar Heels playing right Dad. 
And so I was like, hey, you know what? It'll be cool to take them to the game and experience it and go through it. And then when we got there, it was just like, for me, it's always, it gives me chills and just fun to get back, especially walking through the tunnel that I had three great years uh, of playing there and just the history. And, and it's just, it's just, I have a great appreciation for it, but I wanted these guys to, to experience and go through it. I knew they would have a, a, a great time because, you know, they go to some basketball games now and they have a blast. So I was like, they always talk about the Tar Heels. They see dad in there going crazy over games, win a, win a loss. Not too crazy. Oh, no, I go crazy. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan, you know, for my teams. But uh, I was like, this is it. So we get out there. They said, hey, they asked the uh, little man if he wanted to go shoot. He was like, no, he was terrified. Roz, when I say he was terrified, I'll talk about shaking in his boots. But I said, no, I'm going to go out there with you. I'm not going to leave you by yourself. So we go out there. The guys, the team are warming up. Duke's on, on one side and, and Carolina, obviously, on the other side. And they, they all finish. And some of the ball kids are like, hey, you want to play? You want to come shoot? Come shoot. He's like, no. He looks at me. He's like, yeah, go ahead. So I really talked bad about him. Yes, he's five. But I talked bad about him a little bit. I was like, oh, if you're scared, we're just going to go back in the stands and watch the game and, you know, Shoulda, woulda, coulda is going to happen, and it's going to be too late. He's like, no, 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 that's okay. So he goes and he shoots, and he shoots the first one. It, it's just fear, and he's scared, uh, you know, just because of the moment, the atmosphere. Like, he's shooting in the big gym instead of a rec center <laughs> that where he plays his basketball games, where it's 30 people. Now it's fifteen to 18,000 people in here watching him shoot. Who is this little kid? They see Vince, so they're assuming whatever. He does have the Carter jersey on that he wanted to wear, so he had the Carolina Carter jersey, so it was a cool moment for me. You know, I definitely, I got videos, some pictures of, of of him out there shooting. And so he's starting to shoot and he's missing and I'm booing him. I'm like, make a shot, make a shot, boo, make a shot. So he's just like, oh my gosh. Oh, so no. he finally hits. Yeah, man. Like, it, it, you heckling <laughs> your five-year-old kid. <laughs> hey, it happened to me. Hey, my uncle did it to me. Okay. See where I turned out. Okay. But you know, it just, it, but it, it, what it did, it just helped him calm down because whenever we talk junk and he loves a challenge, that's when he kind of focus locks in and gets himself together. Cause I'm like, you're, you're a young man, but you're, you're this little kid. and Go out there and show him what – you can shoot on this 10-foot goal, goal at a regular basketball. And that's where he, go, he goes out there. He's a lefty. He's going knocking him down, knocking him down. As he knocks down, all these people start cheering. So it was just like, it was just like a weird moment for me to watching, you know, my kid out there with the jersey on playing. And then all of a sudden, maybe it's random, maybe it wasn't, the band started playing. <laughs> he, he makes shot, and he, he makes it he comes runs and sits down I said like, I said see you locked in you made you, you knocked down a couple shots and now the band's playing you know I just went with the moment and all of a sudden he's looking at the band like oh so he's like dad and he's fine like I said he said dad I'm ready to sign up for the team I'm ready to sign up for the team I was like oh, all right cool so he tells the guy who brought him uh, who brought him out there he tells him the same thing he's like I think I know a few people that can make that happen. So it, it was just a pretty cool moment. And he was just sitting there. And he stood up. He cheered. He did every chant. Our student section, anything that they were doing, he was doing, like, every clap for free throws. I mean, it was it was a cool moment for him. And he was mad because when we were leaving, he's like, Dad, Tar Heels not playing them today? Like, he wanted to go back for another game. He's like, I need a round two. So it, 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 was, um, it was a cool moment. Oh, my gosh. That's an early, early, early commitment. But you know what? Yay. Hey. They, they could get him going for some NIL deals now. You know, he'd be the youngest NIL deal. Hey, hey that's why hey, next year we'll be at more games. Unfortunately, <laughs> our season is over, but yeah, he, he enjoyed it. And he asked now every other day, he's like, Dad, when Atari is playing again? And I know where that's going to lead. And I'm like, the season's over. I have to kind of just shut it down. The season's over. Because I'm like, we can't. It, it ended abruptly, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's over, my boy. Right. I'm sorry. 
Hey, hey, this hasn't, you know what, Vince? This really hasn't been your year with the Bucks and UNC. Like, I, know. You know, I don't need to bring it all up, but you, you did, know. but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I don't know. I'm not being petty, but you're, you're, I'm very happy for your family. Your, your son made his early decision. I mean, he just, but that's how, that's how fandom home. happens, you know? Yeah, that, that's how you, no, no, no. Not every person is going to go to UNC, have a chance to shoot in front of everybody. And the band plays when you make, I know, but play. what I'm saying is, but getting wherever that school that is, is, like, BC you get to go to a game <laughs> and see a team that you, your parents, your family yeah. talk about all the time, you get to be there. Like oh, cool. my kid was a wasn't a Bucks fan, and he ended up going to a, a Bucks game and lost his mind. Now he knows every chant. He's in the, he's in the house screaming. Well, both of my kids are in the house uh, chanting B U C C A N E E R S Go Bucks! Like on a random day, like that's just what it is. Like they you know so you know they get that opportunity in a moment. I mean, it's always good that they're you know they love the teams that I love. You know, so I can't imagine them screaming. You know. Well, that's beautiful. Right, we right. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to get you out on a family trip to to Africa, but NBA Africa and the BAL. Shout out to cool. Maktar Jai. He's been trying to get me to come come out to Senegal for a very very long time, and uh, obviously it hasn't happened. But we, you know, it, I, it, I would love to. It's, it, absolutely. Other absolutely. players and coaches, um, refs, NBA family have come out with NBA for the top 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher families. It was really special. Mm -hmm. I'm actually heading to um, Senegal this week um, to work with NBA Africa and the BAL. The first kind of circuit of BAL is starting up in Senegal, has just started. And I'll be in Dakar. It's my first time going there. And, you know, I want to be a part in, in these segments you know it'll be senegal then it'll go to cairo in egypt and then it'll go to kigali in rwanda for the championships and not only is the basketball africa league taking off which is the professional league on the continent so often top players get exported out of the continent you know here is a, a league that they could play in and be proud of and make a living in and the nba is behind funding that uh, NBA Africa is. And then there's also the development of coaches, of refs, junior NBA, Special Olympics. Uh, there's a BAL for her clinic in, in during Women's History Month here, here in March. Um, so like all the different levels of development of the game on the continent, you know, just really being showcased in Senegal. I'm so excited to get there and mix in. I'll be doing a career fair with the players there. And then also working with the BAL for her and also seeing Senegal for the first time. I've never been. So I'm really and there's some There's some uh, African players who's who's getting it done right now. So these kids have players in the NBA that are like them, where they come from, who think like them, talk like them, walk like them, that they can look at. Like, I mean, look at what Joel Embiid is doing, Pascal Siakam. I mean, not just players in the league who, you know, have a jersey. We're talking about all-stars in the running for MVP. Like that's how kids get motivated and, 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 and gain the interest of, uh, of the game and the sport because of, you know, guys like them. And Pascal, you know, and, and guys like Joel, like they started playing late. I think Pascal mm -hmm. started playing at like 14. That's right. And so, right. you know, imagine if there was this development and access and skills training and facilities earlier, you know, and that's why the investment, I think, will really show itself in like, you know, 10 to 15 years, you're going to really see 
that next level African player out. Anyway, you look at all the MVP candidates besides Jason Tatum, everybody's uh, foreign. It's all international players. The NBA's Mm -hmm. plan to globalize the game now for decades, you're seeing, you're seeing that. Yeah. International players are now top players in the league. I did the junior NBA uh, um, that used to be a wide world of sports and the African team. We were wowed about them because they took over athletic had game already. And these kids were 13 and 14. Like, man, the future is bright there. You know, it just now the NBA is kind of supporting and sending more guys there to help kind of grow this league there. Like you're talking about, look out, you'll see more. The VC Show, let's go. The thing about Caesar Sportsbook, it's not just an app. It's your key to a whole empire. Hotels, casinos, restaurants, shows, Caesar's Palace. I'm sure you've heard of it. Every bet you place with Caesar Sportsbook brings you closer to perks only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays at iconic destinations, app bonuses, merch, show tickets, and many more Caesars rewards perks. So get started today. Register using code OmahaFull and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Gym membership, check. Streaming membership, check. On-demand food and grocery membership, yes, that's the thing. Time to try Dash Pass by DoorDash and unlock savings you didn't know you were missing. Dash Pass is a membership from DoorDash that offers unlimited $0 delivery fees from thousands of eligible restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores. Once you join, you'll save on each eligible order and receive DoorDash credits back on all pickup orders. That means more money back in your wallet. You'll also enjoy the best of your neighborhood as you discover the new and best places near you. Get 50% off up to a $20 value on your next Dash Pass order when you sign up for a membership and redeem vents at checkout. That's 50% off your first Dash Pass order up to a $20 value with Vince, V-I-N-C-E. Say goodbye to delivery fees. Get Dash Pass from DoorDash today using Vince, V-I-N-C-E. When you've got zero delivery fees, you're free to get more because you can. Start your free month trial today. So the NBA is evolving. The NBA is changing for sure. Actually brings me to our, you know, first kind of topic here about our current NBA. Damian Lillard, you know, had a quote come out. He said, the NBA that I play in now, it's not the NBA that I came into. And Dame said, I don't enjoy what the NBA as a whole is becoming. So what does that mean, Vince, to you? And what's your reaction to that? I'd, I'd like to know what he what what does that mean to him? Like what 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 is it that he doesn't enjoy? I'm curious to see to know what it is he doesn't enjoy. Like what you know? And I I, I under I I mean I I came in <laughs> in the in the late '90s, you know, at an era where you know 
the game was different. The approach, thought, how the league was run, what it's expected, how you earned your keep in your way, and it's changed, if you would. And I think Dame came in, you know, in the middle of the change, which was way different for us, but it was still a thing. And it's just, it's a lot different. And as you get older, and you hear a lot of guys talk about, I had a nice conversation uh, briefly with uh, Udonis Haslam. And that's one of the things he said, man, it's just, it's different. I, I sit here and I watch and it's just the game and the mentality and the approach of some of the players there. It has nothing to do with their skill set and their abilities. It's just the approach and the, you know, their mentality sometimes are just a little often skewed and, you know, guys want what they want, but not that they don't understand. You got to earn your way, but sometimes they don't have to earn their way to, to be in the spotlight or to have the keys to an organization. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault. I feel like a lot of these organizations sometimes are because they draft the player top five. They said, okay, here's our, he's our guy. He's, here's the keys to this organization. And then when it doesn't work out or you get frustrated or whatever the case may be. You want to take it back. And I'm like, it's hard to take something back from a, 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 a teenager a young kid with all these millions and say, oh, no, we want our keys back to our organization. It's, it's tough to do. But if once a kid earns his way, earn you go up there and you earn it and they give you the keys like, you know what? You've shown us your dedication. You know, you, you are well deserving of being the guy This being your team. You're the face. Then it's, it's just different. And you, you're satisfied with what happens from there. But I just see so many times you just see like front office and executives are just like, wait, what? We didn't. I'm like, well, you're rushing because you're rushing into this. Ross, you know this. In any other job in the world, it doesn't work that way. They'll never give a first year anything in any job the keys to their Fortune 500. Mm-hmm. But you can go, you'll earn it after a couple, you know, 10 years or whatever it is. And then you run the company. So I, I just, it's weird. And a lot of these businessmen who run teams are the ones that are doing this. So it's just mind boggling to me. And like I said, it's not the player's fault. They're taking advantage of what they can do. Go get it. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, let's this we do them a disservice sometimes. And we leave them on the Island of the unknown. And they go out there and you give them all this power and, and, and then like teach them. If you're going to give it to them, teach them along the way. You know, yeah. to, to help them become, you know, who they, who you, you know, envision them to become. Yeah. You know, I think Dame's conversation uh, and the quote comes from a conversation he had with J.J. Redick um, on his pod. But it touches on, look, rings are important, but the journey matters, too. And Dame is, is the face of that. Um and, you know, so often, sometimes you think, you know, have we fully appreciated Dame in the level and light that he needs to? You talk about somebody who is historically holding high stats, who continues to produce when healthy and has stayed loyal, has been with um, a team and, and a city and a, and a franchise and like through ups and downs and like built real equity there. Um and like that used to be something that you would almost like 
like admire somebody was the face of a city the face of a of a of a whole franchise and now i think he's pointing to like the the goal posts or how we evaluate success has changed so much that people have lost track of the journey or even lost some some shame in their journey just like or whatever you want to call it like the the purity of their journey that people will bounce around collab forces you know create unnatural super teams or you know bounce in four teams in five years in pursuit of ring when the right fit or a fit that they like yeah in pursuit of ring or fit when their career was enough already there's so much insecurity and hall of fame caliber players without a ring that you start to chase it. And when you're chasing, that's not coming from a place of strength. And like, as much as Dame has gotten some criticism, like, yo, you're staying in a place that isn't building a championship team, or, you know, you got paid, but you don't have a ring or, or you've done this stats, but you don't have a ring. Like there's a lot of power in grace and just complete comfort in his own skin and how Dame moves. And like, I just get a feeling it comes from a very natural place of like, this is who he is as a person. Loyalty first, people first, family first, crew first, like, and just hold each other down and, and build together naturally. So I think that was his point. What do you think about that concept of the rings versus does the journey matter? Uh, so <laughs> I believe in the journey. And ultimately our goal is to, 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 to win a championship or to get the opportunity to play for one. That's the goal. That's what I, I came in this league to show everyone who I am, what I can do, do it as long as can and enjoy this opportunity. And with that, it was to, to, to win a championship or get an opportunity. It did not happen. So, uh, and, and we look at hall of famers. We look at some of the greatest players in this league who didn't, win one or didn't get a chance to play one in, in one, you know, T Mac, T Mac is a hall of fame or first ballot hands down. Ain't nothing, no, no question at all. He didn't get one. Charles Barkley had an opportunity. Obviously he, he ran to that guy they call Michael Jordan. Uh, but I mean, so there's so many of, but it's like, he's going through the process. He's doing the journey. Like he's trying to do it. This is my team. This is my city. I'm going to do it that way. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to it. I mean, and, and it's for me, it's, I, like I said, I, I came into the '90s where that's that's this is how it was. This is what what Dame is doing is what I walked into, and times are different. Is Dame a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he'll be a Hall of Famer. He he'll be a Hall of Famer. I I I, I he'll be a Hall of Famer because Dame is going to get it done. I mean, he's not done. You know, I, I think if he walked away from the game, I, I think he'll he'll get it done. He'll get in. Yeah, sure. How do you qualify somebody's case like that when they don't have championships? You know, sometimes you need these awards or you, your effect on the game awards as ways to measure, you know, over time when you can't remember how clutch someone was. Cause we feel Dame right now. We feel him. We see him. We are currently in the moment watching him play. You and I have a conversation about Dame. We could tell you about what makes him a bad boy on the court. Right. But 10 years from now, you know, what can we hold on to besides our feelings um, to quantify what he was? And 
Dave's, Dave's an example that has historical statistical uh, significance. He's on the three point all three all time three point list. He's statistically speaking um, top five, absolutely qualified in a conversation. But I I want to so Ross, I'm gonna say this real quick about how do we judge these things without the championship? How do you judge so Ross? So the one thing that for me. I always, always said, even some guys like a LeBron James that is solidified. We know it's not even a question. Let's just wait until Dame has played his last game. Let's wait until these guys have played the last game, then go and see where they fall. Because at some point, Dame in a couple of years may change his path or maybe Portland does him a favor and get a team in there to match the loyalty to them. We don't know, but I'm just like... Yeah, but that's not what but, we're here for, right? Like, we're, you know... I, I, I understand that, but it's, 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 the, it's the reality. It's the reality. <laughs> I, I mean, and, you know... And I, I'm, Sports fans I'm in this, sit in a barbershop or sit over the dinner table. That's fine. Sit in the living room or you and I do a podcast and we talk about these things. Now, right. his body of work or other people's body of work isn't done, but... I think that's a little bit of an easy way out, you know. But, uh, you can, that's fine, you, but I'm, 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 I, but I speak that way because I'm I'm there too. Like it's like uh, it, they ask what what's this, what's that. Like let's wait until I'm done and, and then this let's see because it's not fair to because there's guys you 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 said it that it's guys that look for fit. They look for this like uh, Dwight Howard. He, he did have an opportunity to play in the championship. He didn't get it. I think he's still Dwight Howard prior to winning the ring was Dwight Howard a Hall of Fame Hall of Famer prior to winning his championship. The ring definitely helps that case, you know. It's- right, but we had to wait and see at the, you know, when it, it was all said and done. He got it. so we we don't know how the story ends. Like we, you know, some teams are, you know, especially now. I mean, I think it's easy to say that now. Like, nah, you know, because if you put Dame with anyone else or get Dame some an, a, another quality player, it it he, it could probably happen. But I I I personally think he it's he's, he's on his way. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy to me that someone could be. Hall of Fame caliber in every way of the game, but that could that don't think he's qualified change around a championship or not, or yeah. the way they could be revered, and it's just kind of crazy. Like, should we be measuring the way a championship was won? Like, you know, was it at the end of your career? Did you join a Did you join a team as part of a buyout? Like, or was it in the peak of your career and you led the team to a championship? You know, like what do these things matter? You know, um, it's interesting. Because I think everybody's, everybody's going to have their own views of what, like just what you said, everybody's going to have their views of how they view a hall of famer, you know, but you know, you kind of look at some, you know, I I remember I'm gonna go back and I know Yao is sitting down there like, what did I do with this? But everybody questioned why Yao got in, you know, did he, he didn't win one. You know, yeah. but, you know, so it's just it just depends on your qualifications. And I got to add, and, 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 and it may have something to do, you know, may, people may feel like, oh, OK, that sways them or not. They also, you know, the Hall of Fame is not what you do in your NBA career. Oh, prior, You know, prior to as well, you know, high school and college. I don't know what Dame did in high school. I know he was a bad man in college, you know, and he came from a small school and got in the league and. He's been holding his own. Like it's, we can easily. It's like, oh, Port, Portland still what? And Dame is still out there holding it down. So, uh, and and getting buckets because it's easy to say, all right, there's nobody out there but Dame, you know, which is not the case. But but this man's still putting up real numbers. 
<laughs> real numbers. I think what's gotten in the way, you know, for Dame, a lot of it just has to do with, because he's so capable, you know, when, when he's been healthy, he has been that guy. And, um, you know, we often talk about like, do we give him the level of conversation that he deserves? And I think, no, um, I think Dame, Dame flies, Dame flies under the radar sometimes in these conversations about like, okay, top guards, like, you know, change the game. Speak on he's it. Change, he's changing how you guard the game. Uh, yes, Steph Curry is one of those guys that changed. He was one of the – he was the, you know, obviously uh, uh, the the guy, uh, but there's other guys now. Like, Dame is pulling up from this, and it's it's the way you have to guard the game from some of these guards are different because of yeah, Steph Curry, because of Dame Liv. Like, at you have the – <laughs> at half court, we you, we were taught, you know, we were taught, you know, when I got in the league, sprint back to the lane and build out. You remember how you know how, how it is? Then it was like, okay, guys can shoot, you know, with some good shooters. Sprint back, sprint back to the top of the key, whatever. Now it's kind of sprint back to the you know toes on the three point line. Now you're saying with Steph and those, you get back two or three steps above the three-point line because of their capability. They're setting high screen and rolls damn near in half court for those two guys. It's the way they've changed it. They've revolutionized the game to the next level. Yes, uh, you know, I said to this all the time, yeah, I was like, I used to shoot that three. I would shoot it every now and then. They shoot it on a regular with with ease, and their percentage is – they shoot at a percentage. It's not like, yeah, they shoot them, but like, bro, he's shooting 25% from out there. No, bro, that's not the case. And Dame talked about being discussed as a top shooter and like a top three point shooter as well. Like he really feels after Steph, like he's right there for who could be number two as greatest three point shooters of all time or greatest shooters of Let's all time. Let's just say top five. He, I mean, that, maybe top five. I actually no, have a yeah. all star. And first of all, that's partly his confidence, but. Um, he pointed out people will look at percentages and efficiency and the types of shots Dame's getting, he said, um, are just different than the shots that pure shooters are being set up for, you know, because he does so much more than shoot. And, you know, I think that's why basketball is a team sport. Like as talented as an individual is, you need your executive staff, your GM to put good players around you, build the team that makes sense around you. You also got to have good timing. You don't want to run into you know, the, the Warriors, you know, gr- you know, one of the greatest teams of all time or Michael Jordan era, like he's Mike, you know, knocked out a number of capable players from their championship windows. And, you know, you want to be able to stay healthy and, and, and have all of these things, you know, make the perfect whirlwind, the perfect potion um, together to put, you know, you right in the center of it, ready to seize the moment sheesh forget about a basketball game like that's that's in life how how often do all these things come together perfectly so you know dame is every man i see dame and i see like an i see something relatable to an everyday person trying to like build it's very um relatable and aspirational and like motivation like motivational honestly so let's move on from dame though we got a couple of other stars to talk about too um we just gonna we're gonna throw that one up there dame we hope you get that shit man shoot <laughs> or at least yeah at least get a shot at it get you know i just hope you know, I'll, I'll close with this i just hope portland does right by him like he's done right by by them for them 
you know, uh, Dame has shown his loyalty and, you know, it, it, you know you, we see what he's seeing. Like at some point they're like, you know what? We got to open up the bag and go get, get, get him a shot. Give him a shot. That's, that's it. That's all you've heard him say. I just want, you know, I'm going to show my loyalty to this team and, and, and make sure that, you know, we can get guys here. He's showing his loyalty because he could easily leave. You see how many people say, oh, I'm so happy for Dame. Like you said it and I said it. I'm so happy today, but he got to get out of there so they can get around a, a, a good squad. Well, Portland, do that. Well, Dame was like, and, and leave for what? He pointed out a few NBA players that have been leaving squads for rings and haven't ha- haven't found a fit yet and been bouncing. He pointed them out himself. You know, he mentioned Russell Westbrook as an example and other people who now, you know, have been in, on four or five teams in, in f- four to five years and can't find a fit, can't make it, you know, shake. And that's a Hall of Fame career that's been a little bit murkied in the end and disrespected in the end uh, in this chase. And that's why the journey and how you move matters. And, you know, Dame really gets that. Also shout out to CJ McCollum. We don't, we don't talk about how great CJ has been, you know, in his roles in the NBA, you know, CJ has been in the, to the playoffs every single year of his career. I mean, that might be in jeopardy, but, but he, (laughs) (laughs) that's insane though. He has, and and, and he's been a, a, dynamic part of every team he's been on all right let's move along to another star in the nba john morant latest around the league with john morant um he has entered a counseling program in florida and there remains no timetable for his return to active play um so vince i know you've been following along everything that's been going on with john we hope he just can get back on track you know what, what advice would, would you give Ja if you were in the locker room with the Grizzlies? Which you've been. You know, what if you were there? <laughs> you know, this is a tough one. Um, I, I, understanding the, you know, the dynamic of having fun doing your thing and keeping your, you know, your circle tight and those in your circle understanding how to protect you. Be there because you love him, not because you enjoy the phenomenon of John Morant. Okay. Uh, for him, he just got to, you know, he just got to figure it out. He, he just got to figure it out. And, and I, I think he was living life in the fast lane. <laughs> he has the, the, the world is his oyster. He could do whatever it is he wants. And I, I just think he, he didn't have, and I could be wrong. I'm just saying, I just think at some point, he needed someone to tap him on the shoulder and say, young brother, slow down. And sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah, like they said, Stephen Adams had the, the team meeting prior to him going out and he did what he did anyway. He went out and had his good time, had a good time. And I, I just think sometimes, you know, sometimes we, we enjoy the life because we can and forget that people still are watching. And me, at that age, going out, having a good time like that is totally different than what it is now because of social media. And, you know, let's just start there. And, and I think that's just the huge position. And, you know, you know, I read some people like, oh, what's the big deal? You know, it is a big deal because the, this organization put 200 plus million dollars into you to be the face of their franchise. And a lot of things kind of branch off of that. And you, you, you have a responsibility to represent that because you worked your butt off and you earned that. So don't give it back. Don't give it back. And 
everyone around him kind of benefits from that, enjoys the lifestyle, but protect him. Let, you know, protect him and, and look out for him because once it's gone for him, it's gone for them. As far as some the access to the the world the, the country anywhere you want to go, John, John Morant can walk in with his people. You know, so uh, I was fortunate enough to have guys that didn't that did not just allow me to make bad decisions. Sometimes I'm like, bro, I'm grown. I can do what I want. Yeah, I understand that. But if we make this bad mis- yeah. d- decision, a lot that comes off of that comes from that. We're jeopardizing so much, and he can get gain so much because of his personality. He's great with kids. You see, we see he's so generous. He's, he, I mean, giving his shoes, talking to kids, whatever. You see, when he got ejected, or the the girl was um that was courtside uh, that got kicked from the game, and he's like, "Don't worry, you know, it's not your fault. I'm with you." Like some players, just like you know, all right, cool. Like uh, that's unfortunate because she didn't say anything, but he. Personally, you know, that's it's is a good dude and he's allowed to have fun. But my thing is, it doesn't have to the world doesn't have to see it all the time. Go have your fun in private. Mm-hmm. Go have your fun in private. That's all. You just got to understand how to how to move. Be this superstar, this megastar, but figure out how to move, which is not easy. Right. right John Moran right. goes anywhere. It's not easy to move, period. You know, the first thing that happens is what? Boom. That, there you go. Ooh, there go John Moran. There go John You know, so once he understands that, and that's what your friends are for. We go in here. Okay, let's secure the place. Nah, nah, we're not doing that. Bro, as soon as he sees them in there, my partner, hey, nah, we can't do that. No, we can't. We can't do that. No. That's that's that's, that's my partner's. That's my boy's responsibility now. Nah, bro. Nah, 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 nah. We can tote it. Cool. I can Hey, to each his own, but we don't need to put it on social media so everybody else know. So for what? For what? Let's let's keep the attention off of us. The block is when he walks outside every day, every morning. It's attention on him. He has to make a decision. How are we gonna move, guys? How are we gonna move? All right, it's such such such. Y'all make sure I can get to the car. Y'all make sure I can whatever. You know. So it, it just it just he just has to understand. Take a step back, and I think this is good for him to kind of take a step back and get himself together and tighten his circle. And what I mean, tighten his circle is if you're going to keep some of these, some of the guys around you, cool. But we now have to have an intervention of like, we got to move different now. Yeah. I'm going to look out for y'all and we're going to have whatever we want, but make sure I make sure I'm not doing the dummy thing either. You, you talk me off the cliff, say no to me sometimes. Say no to me. Come on, man. Have you ever had to do that with your friends? Like, make sure that they were tightening up too. I, I mean, I was always kind of hesitant about the people I keep around me and the guys that I, I, I keep uh, uh, that I have around me still. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Uh, they've one they they've put. I've been in a position where they like, no, we're not about to do this right now. You, the, the cops right here. Like, we we're not about to get you. Not about to get in in, in the news. They have looked out for me and and made sure that I didn't make a dumb decision or just say too much or blurt out or whatever the case may be. You know, just they make sure like, nah, bro, nah, come come with me real quick. Let's go. We we going this way. And and I'm very thankful for those guys still to this day. And I after that happened, I told them I hit a couple of those guys. I'm like, man, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all because I immediately thought about a a, a, 
an incident or two out there where, you know, a police officer once said something just like asking what's happening because my car was in uh, enclosed in the a, in a scene. And he snapped at me. I'm just like, bro, like, what's going on? Like, why are you talking? And he was like, nah, this ain't the time for that. <laughs> we we not doing that right now. You can't do that. No, you know, and we walk away. Nothing comes of it. But if he's sitting there, we want to get brolic and all of this and everything goes left. Now, guess what happens? So I'm very thankful of the, of the guys I have around me. Definitely. I think if you are part of the friend group that gets to. You have a responsibility you get to enjoy the perks of this this superstar friendship you have to be ready for the responsibility of the superstar friendship um and 100% the point is taken that the crew needs to tighten up um obviously we're not saying that the responsibility is on the friends we understand Ja mm-hmm. has yeah. to tighten up which is what he's yes. doing but mm-hmm. you know you have to say these things because then people will be like, well, you didn't. Well, John gets off. Like you gotta, you have to make sure that's clear. Another thing that um, I think, you know, I'm always looking at the the larger discussion too, not just the micro conversation about Ja was holding a gun and he's got all these different mm-hmm. things. It's it's also about, you know, I think there's so much pressure on young black men to portray a certain version of what coolness or living large looks like for, for young black men, like, you know, and, and it's crazy that that still permeates the mindset and the culture today as we're so many, you know, we're in 2023, like, you know, but, you know, still showing guns and, and set trip and like, you know, showing off gang signs and stuff like, like, you know, we haven't there. That still is such a has such a stronghold on you know the expression of of power for young black men. And there are so many ways to communicate and to express and to exist as a black person. And you know, I am thankful to see in the diaspora now. You seeing you know Issa Rae doing um, Insecure about an awkward kind of nerdy black woman or you see him blackish or you see in all these different you know or you see in black panther we're seeing different ways to exist right on the screen or in the music you know that's important for our youth but um we're still seeing the the death hold that guns violence showing you know uh, women money this and that to to equate value to who we are when bro being John Morant was enough. You didn't have to hold a gun to prove to anybody that, that you were anything doing it big, <laughs> that you were him. You were already him. You didn't have to do nothing but exist and be Ja. And you because of him. how you got there. You're right. I mean, you're and saying it, you're preaching about our, like society about whatever that somehow something was making someone as great as Ja, and of course has to do with his maybe his his lack of maturity and youthfulness, but that something could seek through and pull that insecurity out, and that's why we keep hearing vets in the locker room, grown people in your circle, adults you can trust, common sense, life lessons, all these types of things. You need to pour on these young people. You can't just assume that they got it. So as, as I get off my soapbox on that, Vince, are you surprised that we haven't heard of a 
punishment directly from the league? And do you think that's coming at any point or will it just be left for Ja and the Grizzlies to figure out individually? I think they're still kind of doing their due diligence and, and kind of looking into this. Uh, I can't imagine the league not doing anything. Um, I mean, I, I, I could be wrong. We haven't heard much from it. We're just hearing the Grizzlies made their decision and maybe, I mean, I, I think they're still doing some inv- investigation. Yes. We found out nothing, you know, uh, no charges were, were brought to him in Colorado but I think they're still how, where did he get the gun from? How did it get there? I think when they, when those questions are answered, that's when everything will unfold because there's a lot of questions like, you know, we're not allowed to, you know, say we as players, you know, if he had the gun on him at practice, well, the, or in his car, you're not supposed to have a, you know, on an NBA facility in an NBA facility then it's on the plane. So that's two of the NBA sanctions areas. You're not supposed to have it. So they got to figure that stuff out first. Cause actually you can't, I mean, I guess they can find them. I mean, and suspend them, and then obviously find out more and add to it. But then, what if they're they're suspending them for something that wasn't it? Then you got to take it back, and it's a big mess. So I think they're just Adam Silver's that guy's like, let me just find out all of my information, then we drop the bomb. So let's take our or time. Not. With let's yeah, I, I agree with that. Sure. I love sure. that love on this young man, and, and hope that. You know that this is he's, a critical time for him to turn it around, and he's done good for the young people as well. Like I mean, it's like it's not. We, that sometimes I feel like we put out there the the bad and not say, okay, we know that Ja is a good dude, man. He know we know what he does and how how he he interacts with kids and adults, and we always see him going up there in, in the stands. I'm talking about going up there, nah, nah, nah. This kid, here you go, you know, shoes and this, like, you know, so we know that. So we got to match the two. We just got to, like I said, he just got to, he just got to just take his time with this. I hope he takes his time with this and, you know, figure out how to accomplish everything mm-hmm. he wants to accomplish, whatever that means. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure we'll get more updates coming by the next episode. I, however... Cannot take any further time because I got to rush to the airport. I'm heading to Africa. <laughs> I got to go <laughs> like right now. No, no Africa for me. I'm heading to. No, we'll catch you for know, the, the next job. Of being yeah, man. Africa. But I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to hold it down for the beginning in Senegal. So um, that's what's up. I'll see you. There. You have a good time, man. Do what you do, man. You've been doing great work. Obviously, uh, I know it's been. Women's Month, and they've, they've highlighted a lot of, of women out there. And I saw you doing your thing. And it always makes me proud seeing you back there doing your thing. So, yo, keep up the good work. Represent out there in Africa, man. Don't, no, have a lot of fun. I want to say don't have too much fun. Have a blast, man, because this is a great opportunity uh, to, to further, obviously, show what you can do and how well-rounded and how you get it done. So keep representing BC Show, man. And everybody, y'all continue to show love to Roz. It's what we do. It's like we try to, everybody's family, we try to hug on each other, love with each other, because that's what we need in situations like we talked about. We need that, man. Friends and family love on each other, hug on each other, because you never know. But regardless, give your friends their flowers when they deserve them. Now, let's not wait until later, because that's important. You know what I'm saying? I'm off my soapbox, man. The VC show, we out. Let's go!